It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Mukau Rich. Bringing the bull. Gracing us with his presence this week. The Danny. What up? How's it going? <laughs> Me? I'm, sure, I'm yeah. Freezing. Oh. I'm freezing. I'm freezing, but yeah, no, I'm doing great. Freezing at 61. Yeah. Oof. Jesus. Slightly this different about definitions. Brutal down there in Florida. Yeah. Well, especially Danny, tomorrow, what? it's going to be gorgeous. What happened to you, bro? You mean in general? Well, like, like, I was, like dropped as a kid? Yeah. No, 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 no. But I mean, you lived in New York and Maryland. Yeah. And you're, you're cold by 61 degrees? Has your blood bitch. thinned out that much? No, I was bitching when I was living there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose no, some weight? Like, that always gets me, right? You're like, oh, I'm going to lose some weight. And then you're like, wait, I don't have any insulation. What the fuck? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, let's, you know, in Maryland, while I was in Maryland, I lost 130 pounds. So that made a difference. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, I would still be cold at times, you know, not in this weather. I'd probably be in shorts in this weather. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean that's how we roll up here, though, right, Mo? Like everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, the winter's nothing, right?" But we're all just kind of fat. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah. yeah, my I mean, but also, I mean, my DNA is also Caribbean, tropical island <laughs> type of uh, like I don't know. But what's up, guys? Fucking weather report. <laughs> These guys already stopped fucking listening to us. Yeah, I did. No. <laughs> Love it. Hey, but in all seriousness, man, it, it's getting to be uh, being able to smoke outside weather for, for a big part of the United States. So exciting. Nice. Get those cigar sales back up, right? With all these people still working from home. Yeah. Very possible. I don't think uh, everybody keeps talking about this getting back to normal, but the reality is I still think most big corporations that have a lot of white-collar workers are not going to take the fucking chance on liability. So I think uh, office people are going to stay home for the majority of the rest of the year, I would imagine. It's a good thing for yeah, cigars. So too. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is. Um, Speaking of good things for cigars, though, Mo, tell us about what happened with you today that you put in your Instagram story. So we, uh, Patina will now be available at Oxford Cigar in uh, Orlando, who uh, does ship internationally. I've, especially, man, probably over the last six months, you know, obviously we have the Canadian guys that listen and, and you know, have been on board for really ever since, you know, Patina started. And so now that they, they could actually just buy from there and no issue and uh, nice. easier. 
Um, and but but especially over the last six months, man, I've been getting more and more messages from uh, people in Europe uh, that have been asking about where they could get patina if it was available in Europe and and all of that. And uh, now they have a place to be able to buy it if they so choose. So nice, pretty cool, man. So do they have like a website people would go to or do they call mm-hmm. them up? How does that work? Yeah, there's a website and uh, I tag them in the Instagram story. I tag Oxford Cigar. But by the time people listen to this, that'll be out of my story. So, But anyway, it is Oxford Cigar and they're on Instagram and you could just follow that link or just go to the website, Oxford Cigar Company. Andre, we're banking on you. <laughs> the, amb- <laughs> the, Europe, the ambassador of Europe. <laughs> I'm gonna build patina up, man. There may be a commission-related position available. Um, <laughs> That's legit. But uh, yeah, man. So it's cool. Very nice. Danny, how's the voyage coming? Slow and steady. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I, I know you guys know you guys know a little bit about the drama, and I guess we can let some people in, especially people that have ordered already. It's like. You, 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 there's only so many things you can control. And uh, this week, well, last week I had a couple of dramas, right? The yeah. 200 boxes are going to be like a limited, um, like, like the, the, the box, the, how, I want to say this, right? The cigars are not limited, but the boxes will have the logo of Sun Cigar where the launch party is going to be. Um, and the box factory completely, not completely fucked them up, but if I went to step in, they would have been completely fucked up. And uh, just putting the wrong logos here and there and multiple logos of the other company, which is really weird, you know, of the shop, which is really weird. Um, but as soon as I figured that out, we got that all fixed. Uh, we got word from the factory that they hadn't gotten the bands. Then the importer says, well, I have we all we have is the documentation. We never got a package. And then they call the airline. The airline's like, no. You, we definitely gave it to you guys. And then they called the people that made my, my made my, my bands. And so I had three to four different companies looking for bands for about, I don't know, what do you guys say, like four days or something. And then um, then it was like, well, oh, they're okay, yeah, they're here. We just don't have our hands on them yet. I'm like, so they're not – until you have them in your hand and I see a picture, yeah, uh, you don't have them. Right. So right. Uh, I got word that they got them. I'm like, okay. And then I got word that they were on their way to the factory. And then the factory's like, no, we still haven't got anything. Uh, but then thankfully today, of course, towards the end of the day, they did receive the bands. That said, the cigars have basically just been sitting for an extra month and a half, which I'm not, I'm not terribly upset about. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, but yeah, other than that, man, plugging away. So I, I do want to take a second here, and we've talked about this on a previous, on a couple different previous podcasts. But by the time a cigar gets to the retailer, there's a lot of shit that has to go right. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of yeah. shit that has to go in a relatively timely manner. And I know for me, if the factory tells me something, I build in an extra month. Yeah. Right. And Danny, obviously, when you did the voyage the first time and even with Roma, as efficient as you want to be, man, there is just so many factors that are out of your control. And 
Who's that? Who's fu- who's fucking the microphone over there? Jesus. <laughs> it had to be Drew. It was it was definitely not me. You okay, Muka? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't think it's me. Is it me? Oh, I just heard like somebody moving. Sound like somebody keeps smacking their microphone or something. No. Anyway, it's not the microphone. Oh. Oh. Hey. Ooh. Hey. Hey. <laughs> well, you know the other the other thing too about that mode, it's like it's like um, you just you can't. And, and I gotta be honest, I think I was spoiled a little bit the first time because um, I had a lot of things go right the first time, um, but this time it's like just because someone said, you know, in America, you know, love America. But if I if I call a place and get something ordered and we go over it and I get a proof, you right. sign off on the proof, it gets done, they give you a date, it gets done and it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually, when you, sometimes. Yeah, for the most, most part. Of, most of the time. And, well, well, here's the thing. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't go that way, then you have a right to be upset, right? Right. Mm-hmm. In this case, in DR, if it doesn't go that way, you have a right to calm the fuck down and wait until it's done. Right? <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> so, so for instance, like my boxes, like I went over it. I showed them old pictures. I gave them all the artwork. I told them exactly yeah. what I wanted, where I wanted, <laughs> sizes, this, that. Okay, we can have this done by end of December. Right. The boxes were just delivered last month, last week. Yeah, and, of course. And they were still wrong. Yep. So... Um, you know, there's a, you can't take for, for granted just because someone says, yeah, we can do that. You know, we can do that. It'll be done. Here's you. Cause as soon as that guy hangs up the phone with you, mm-hmm. he forget, he goes back to what he was doing. Of and, course. Uh, yeah. You have yeah. to be on, you have to be on them all the time. And, uh, and they get it, you know, so whatever. It's not a deal. So why is it so fucked up? Right. Cause I've heard this from a lot of different people. What's the cause of that? The difference, right? Because Drew, you're you have a company that that would, if your company fucks stuff up, it would be bad. Yes, right? but you probably don't fuck stuff up, right? It probably doesn't happen very often. Pretty rare, and if it does happen, it's like a huge deal, and it gets taken care of very very quickly. So, yeah. what causes that difference? Then, how does that how does that fly? I guess? Think think about it like this, bro. Think about how people are super forgiving of Cuban cigars and hypercritical about cigars from every other origin. Okay? Now take that same logic and apply it to there are probably within a given country there may be multiple players that make bands, that make boxes or whatever, but the number of reliable ones, it's like, a, it's like an oligopoly. I'm not going to say it's a monopoly, but it's like an oligopoly. There's probably like a couple guys that actually get shit done and do it the right way. So you're kind of at their mercy. Yeah. I mean, that's just reality, man. If you want it done right, I mean, dude, my, my first box maker disappeared, literally. He messaged me for the first time like six months after I already made this, the change in the factory and the box maker. Couldn't get a hold of him. Just I don't know how to explain. It. I don't know why. Just happened. So wow. Uh, it is, man. It's it's really weird. Uh, so in in a case like that, 
I'm just thinking through this, right? I, I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so this might be stupid questions. But in a lot of places, that would mean that there's like a market opening, right, for somebody else to come in and do it better. Is that not the case here for some reason? I mean, uh, not not for that price. Not for the price yeah. you can shit at. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, the setup, right? Like, like if for you to do it, you'd have to let, – let's say you're like, you know what? I'm going to go start a box factory because these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, you have to take into consideration, like, that guy already has all the connects at the factories, the, the guy – the place yep. to get the wood, the machines – you know, the people to help him, and he can do it for, like, five bucks a box if he really yep. wanted to, right? And you're going to be like, man, I could dump $50,000, and it would take me a long time to make that money back, right? So it's just like and, – and ultimately, if you're happy with your boxes, that's the problem. It's just like, man, I'm happy with my boxes. I don't want to fuck up and go somewhere else, and that guy not do as good a job, and I just have different problems, right? So it's just like – So every, every American thinks they can go down there – and do it fucking better. And then they run into the same freaking problems that everybody else does. And the reality is those problems are not worth it. I would rather concentrate on selling cigars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a better use of my time. So Just, do the really know, big companies run into the same thing? No, they have their own. They create yeah. their own <laughs> packaging department. They make their own boxes. Yep. They make their own band. Mm-hmm. All that. Yep. So... If you know if something's wrong there at the band level, that guy either gets fired or either way, it's, it's, it's like <laughs> it's taken care of. Yeah, and and you gotta mis- you gotta remember it too. Like let's say we're talking in general, right? It's like they're they're a fucking machine, right? They're they're just so all those all those efficiencies and whatever that they have in the U.S. They kind of put it as best they can in in, in departments like that, and then that way the only the only kind of cat the only department that could potentially have a caveat or or whatever is the actual cigar because it's handmade and you can't just, you know, it's not a printing press or whatever. Uh, now the boxes are also handmade, which is really cool for the most part, unless you're getting those like the, you know, super nice ones from China. But, um, it's, uh, it's just a different type of thing. Right. Um, so in the yeah, reality the- is the, the simpler you keep your operation, the less likely there is for things to get fucked up. Well. So you're saying if you don't make many changes, it's yes. probably going to stay right. <laughs> Once they get it right, it stays right. <laughs> then, then it, yeah, then it's just like, uh, you know, set and go. But when you start getting like fancy or you, you start changing things up, then yeah, there's <laughs> the more you change that, the higher there is a chance to fuck up. Yeah, because they'll remember the three different conversations and then have a completely, you know, have a different clusterfuck than what you would have had. Just yep. like, you know, it's like, oh, I thought you said you wanted this. And I said, no, no, dude, I specifically said. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get a little bigger level, you know, you get bigger level where you essentially help the box guy with his factory and, and things like that. Right. So for instance, I know that like Henderson for the box factory that they use for the, like the, all the stuff that they're, you know, winning awards for, they help that guy start that business. Right. Because he was working out of the box factory. So now, you know, Ventura has the leg up on that factory. So let's say you, you go to that, you go to that box factory, get your boxes made. 
but so does Henderson at the same time. Well, you just got he just got prioritized <laughs> over you, right? Yeah. Um, and and there's there's a lot of I'm not going to call everybody out, but there's a lot of cases like that. Oh, it's just like anything else, man. The bigger the bigger you are, the more weight you move. It's all the more sway you have. Yeah, it's interesting to me to hear about it specifically for different industries and how that fits. I think it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Like the first time I did it, it was all pretty intricate. It was all pretty neat, you know, but I had zero expectations and I had zero purchase orders and I had zero. Well, I I didn't know any better either. Right. (laughs) And now this time, now this time I have a lot more like kind of expectations. Right. So it's like, oh, come on. Right. Um, where this wouldn't have bothered me at all the first time. And we're like, oh, man, that sucks. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. None of the boxes are sold anyway, so blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so in a case like this, do the retailers, are they just like, well, that's how it fucking happens. We kind of expect a delay. Or are they like, what the fuck? A little both. You know, a little both. Like, hey. <laughs> Depends who you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, what yeah, you can yeah, get away sure. with. Yeah, I mean, if this was if this was a delay on Opus X, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, it's okay, you know, I'll fly down there and help." <laughs> right? Um, but with this, they're like, you know, now thankfully, most of the accounts that I got are, are decent friends of mine, good friends, and I keep keeping up the communication and stuff like that, right? Um, but you know, I, I can see somebody like, dude, you know what? Even though they haven't even put the money, you know, it's like they haven't spent the money yet, right? So it's like. They could be, it's like cancel the order for them. They say, well, I just have a PO in. It's like, okay, dude, I get it. You know, I appreciate it. Uh, but, but yeah, it definitely depends on who you are. <laughs> Drew, how long would that business model last with, with what you're doing? Um, not long, that's for sure. Not long <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's, that's America too. You know, it's like, it's like, um, you expect you you just don't have that here anymore but which is also the difference between you know our economy and theirs <laughs> so the, the reality is man you just don't have the number of players out there doing it to keep everybody doing their best that's really what it comes down to sure right i mean like i said there's a couple major players and if you want it done right you got to go with them now, if you had 10 legitimate players and you could pick and choose and people got to earn your business, now you're talking a whole different ballgame. But that's just not the case. Right. Right? So, yeah. Just all part of it, man. So, <laughs> <sighs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. Yeah, people jumped all over after it. Were you talking specifically to Danny? No, just in general. To <laughs> I don't even know if we have any female listeners besides Erica and Amy, but uh, oh. if we do. No, I, uh, I do believe. No, they they, probably, they uh, probably don't listen either. Yeah, I was no, going to say that's no. a big exum- assumption. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, you got to think, women are typically more intelligent than us anyway, so there's no way they're listening. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, 
yeah, people uh, people really were all about it on Instagram. No, yeah, for sure. Some of it you can tell is like just like pandering, right? Like trying to no. get that attention, as opposed to just like, dude, just fuck, just relax. We, like, just, yeah, we look, and I don't care. We may not be the most. Pol- I mean, Cal is very politically correct, but we're not in general the most politically correct people. I will tell you that we have been champion championing the uh, women entering the cigar like consumer base and into the industry for at least three or four years now since we've been doing this. I mean, this is this yeah. is not new. I mean, but when these people like use this moment to like create some fake sense of like woke bullshit. It's just like, come on, man. That's not even, that's disingenuous. Like, why would you even do that? You just look stupid. Where, where were you celebrating that before? Right. I mean, you're just, it's like at the beginning of the pandemic when a lot of companies said that they were uh, supporting this or that or another because it fit what their business needed to do anyway. Right. So it was like a convenient fake woke moment. And, and they were talking about this at different like marketing firms and stuff like that. My friends work at where they're just like, people know this is not legit. Why, why would you do that? If you want to right. celebrate somebody, you celebrate them all the t- right is right. Regardless of the day or the time or the whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell the people that are super genuine about it too, because 100%. they're the ones that have been doing it, you know? all the time right if, if if you if your instagram feed is a bunch of dudes for 364 <laughs> days and then women for one day it's like all right you're, you're kind of fucking it up right um, right like switch it up actually give a shit um you get more mm-hmm. business that way people understand you care all that good shit like everything is, is just better mm-hmm. or or if you don't think you know if that's not how you actually roll don't make the women's day post <laughs> right don't be fake today right exactly. speaking of being fake for one day y'all y'all ready to be irish soon it's coming <laughs> yeah it's coming i don't really drink much drew you're the most like you're i guess you've been the most non-restrictive of us in terms of gatherings and all of that. You got anything planned for St. Patrick's Day? Um, it's my mother's birthday. So no, we'll probably do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're going to be like, yeah, so we're going to go get shit faced together. Uh, I'd be like, Oh damn. Nice. Mom. Uh, she's, she's got her second shot coming up soon. And uh, so we're gonna celebrate her birthday next month. But uh, no, I don't. I don't even know what day of the. What day of the week is it? I don't know. Wednesday. Well, Wednesday so no, I right will. No, I'm going to work the next day. I will not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will Cal, not be planning getting, anything. Getting out and about in the great state of Wisconsin. No, not yet. I mean, we're getting out. We're getting outside because it's nice out. But I'm looking forward to. To a lot changing in the next couple of months, I think. So we'll get there. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of people are like, oh, Texas is open and, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. And, you know, people hit me up. I'm like, dude, Florida was like that before I even 
fucking got out here. It was like there was as soon as actually I think as soon as I got out here, the governor taking the mask restrictions away. It was up to the counties and then stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean everything is pretty much open here, except for some exceptions like um, I know there's like limited avail- limited rides and stuff at like you know Bush Gardens and. Disney and Universal and all shit like that, um, but I don't know. It's, I mean, you know, we still only go out if we have to and to do certain things and this and that. But I mean, masks everywhere. But it's wild. I don't know about St. Patrick's Day. It's legit. So what's that? So I saw this. I guess now they're talking about if you want to... Okay, so let's say you get the vaccine shot. And you, you so when you go to get the, the shot, you get a card that indicates that you've gotten the, the vaccine, right? Right. Yeah. The yeah. CDC card. So now they're talking about using that almost as some sort of passport. Right. Definitely for international stuff but potentially also for domestic. That is the stupidest fucking thing ever. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about bracelets at one point. Like, just rumor. Yeah, and it's like, wait a minute. Because it's just, I mean, it's going to create a whole black market, first of all, you know, for all all that stuff. (laughs) I mean, but good. No, dude, it's just ridiculous. I mean, what what the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, I'm all for safety. You guys know me, man. I've been very careful. But you can't tell people they got to get a vaccine. You just can't. Period. Yeah. To be able to live? No, nah, man. Why would some 20 year old kid get fucking vaccine? To go to Cancun. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right to get back to, to get back home. Cal, I know you probably disagree with me. Please give the other viewpoint. I mean, I think there's reasonable things in all directions, right? There's some countries that have gotten rid of COVID, basically. Like you go to New Zealand as an example. Uh, if the difference between being able to go to New Zealand and not being able to go to New Zealand is you have to have this thing to go there so that they can keep every everything out, okay, I, I understand that. There's also people that can't get vaccinated because of medical reasons. And that's why all the rest of us are supposed to get vaccinated. So, that, you know, herd immunity stops it. Uh, so you don't want to fuck those people either. So I don't know. I haven't read anything about that particular thing. I think they're just, I mean, I know they've discussed it. And actually, in fact, I saw it on the news today. That they were discussing it as a uh part of a broader reopen right um and and how it started was on the cdc came out and said today that groups of vaccinated people can get back together in 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 normal whatever no masks no whatever so yeah and if it's something that happens for like a month that's a lot different from it happening for two years yeah I, I don't see it being a temp. I, I think this is how these things start. And not to sound like Mr. Conspiracy Theory, and Danny, you're the king of that, but 
there there really is some the, Orwellian the king now. <laughs> no, no, I mean like, but there's like some Orwellian shit to this. I mean, this is like, eh, I don't know, man. It just doesn't sit right. Like, I, I don't know. That that just seems like overreach to me. Yeah, man. But you know what's funny? They got you forgetting about that 5G, though. Hell, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got to judge Drew. What do you got? All right, so here's the here's the headline from a couple of days ago. Rooster with blade tied to its leg kills owner during banned cockfight. All right, so here's the, the situation. Uh, there was a rooster in India in a cockfight. It had a three-inch knife tied to its leg, uh, and in its panic, it slashed its owner in the groin, who then bled to death. So how do you judge, Mr. Drew, how do you judge the owner, who was slashed in the groin and bled to death, and how do you judge the rooster who killed that motherfucker? <laughs> uh-huh. How was he slashed in the groin, first of all? It doesn't say exactly, just that the rooster... Uh, fluttered in panic and slashed its owner. I I'm trying to think of like any he, the guy's got to be naked, so he has to be. I was just about to say that. Like he he or that's the sharpest fucking knife ever. Well, it should be a sharp knife, right? You're doing a cockfight. It's got to have a sharp knife. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not going to cut the other chicken. Yeah. But... Well, it definitely cut the other chicken. Dude, there's, is this in there's, Florida? It's <laughs> India. Well, it, it cut his collar. That's for sure. Um. So, the, uh, so the the dude had to be naked. So you're <laughs> you're a sick individual already. It's a special cockfight. <sighs> special kind of cockfight. You had that one coming for you. <laughs> Definitely had that one coming. So the guy died. Yeah, the guy died. I don't understand. Well, Blood loss. I understand cockfight. Where where was he that he's like, hang on, I gotta tie this knife to this. He's at home, right? He wasn't like at the fighting arena. No, they were at the fighting arena. Okay, they were gonna fight. What the hell? Yeah, you don't put the you don't put the blade on at the house. You do it right before the fight. Come on, man. Uh, yes, your first cockfight. It, I guess, is. Must, must be. The guy's a fucking moron, and I hate to say it, but he deserved it. Um, the rooster, the cock. I mean, th- maybe he got away. So props to him. No, that's probably bad too because he's like domesticated, so he'll probably just die in the wild. Especially what India you said. Cockfighting yeah, chickens are not in the mean streets of Mumbai. Yeah, somebody will eat him. <laughs> I mean, he killed a guy, but the, he's kind of hardcore. He's got some street cred. <laughs> he's about to be jerk chicken Yeah I think so He'll hit, He's oh, going to he, die as well That guy was jerking his chicken right <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go Isn't you that... know, I went to I went to a cockfight <laughs> I went to a cockfight I went to a cockfight in DR Which is the wildest shit Because it's like an Olymp- I mean it's like an arena But the dude like two or three seats over from me I shit you not Had a platter with like with chicken and french fries and like the whole thing. I'm like, 
at a cockfight. I'm like, you know that dude, that chicken lost yesterday, right? Like, that you're eating right now. And he was just crushing it. I'm like, dude, this is the most wild thing I've ever done. <laughs> that sounds appropriate, though. No, bro. No? If you saw... If you dude, saw if I went to a cockfight, I'd were. want the platter for sure. Well, if you saw how fucked up these chickens were after the fight, you're not eating them. Oh, I believe it. Oh, that's wild. But you're not eating those either. They're all tough meat and stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. I guess I'm maybe in some sure third world country. Was, I'm pretty sure that chicken was one from the night before. Can you, can you <laughs> when you order off the menu, can you be like, hey, I want, uh, who, who were the loser last night? Uh, Rex or, uh, I don't know, Jim Bob? I'd like to, I'd like to eat Rex today. Foghorn Leghorn? Yeah. <laughs> They've got him back there and like his cage bandaged it up and they, you know, fry him up for you. No, you know, they keep going until they're dead pretty much. Like there was one that the the chicken was just like flopping around. It was dead. It was dying. And they kept it going and the other chicken just kept attacking it. It was carried. And then they served it up. So the rooster did what the owner had taught him to do and he fucking got loose and killed the guy. I think that's some good training. Dumb guy. <laughs> good training on the Cox part. Yeah. Does that change your opinion of the owner? Because he, he was successful at something. He was pretty good. Hopefully he passed that on to somebody else to train more. Or maybe not. Maybe that's... uh. I don't know. Cockfighting. Is that still legal here in the States? Was it ever? Uh, it is not legal. <laughs> uh, it was at some point in time. 1800? Maybe in Oklahoma. Uh, I think it in Oklahoma, seriously. Oklahoma. So the only reason I say this is the company I work for, We when we bought this building, it might have been 10, 10, 15 years ago. At least 10. Uh the building that we bought had a cockfighting arena on it. Like for chicken? Yeah. And then like uh, another little building, uh, we actually still call it the chicken coop because it was where they housed all the chickens. <laughs> I know Kyle's already Googling all this shit. No, oh, yeah. I'm I curious last, now. When Best state to ban cockfighting was Louisiana. Guess the year. 2020. Yeah. 2017. <laughs> 2007. How far behind was Oklahoma? <laughs> 2005. <laughs> I bet. Uh, yeah, but if you think about it, Louisiana has all like the, the voodoo rituals and stuff yeah. like that. Probably part of the culture. Such a weird thing that is. I wonder how that even started. Oh, cow? <laughs> That's a book for you to read this week. Can't yeah. Interesting. My, History of cockfighting. Uh, last year, they, they uncovered that about almost 9,000 uh, birds were illegally shipped from the U.S. to Guam. 
for cockfighting. Wow. And uh, most of them came from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> nice. We're still on there, see? Yeah. Wow. That sounds o- like uh, a... Oklahoma banded in 2003. That sounds like an Oklahoma <laughs> thing. That should be your... This should go on your license plate now. Yeah. So that, that means it was banned in 03. That means it didn't really, like, fizzle, like, fizzle out, like, to where you can't just, like, go to an arena now until, I don't know, give it seven years probably later. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's still, like, undercover ones right now. Oh, oh yeah. I guarantee you. They're just getting harder and harder to find, but. Yeah, but that's one of those things, man, where, like, if that's an integral part of someone's culture, how does that work? Now, I'm not saying, okay, if it's, like, um, in, like, if it's an immigrant population that brought something over from another country... And it's part of their whatever, okay, and they ban it because, you know, you follow the laws of the land that you come to. But, like, in certain places where that's part of the culture, is it is it wrong? I don't know. I mean, obviously it endangers animals, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, where does culture I'm, I'm turn not into, sure like, where, not right? Where, yeah, but some, somewhere... Somewhere to one side of strapping knives to chickens and sending them at each other. <laughs> I don't think they always do the knife thing, but... Yeah, I've never heard of that. Actually. Yeah. I know they sharpen their talons. I've never seen right. them. I, never, I didn't know about the knife. Right. I mean, unless these are one of those, like... Because uh, they could have, like, old cockfighting, and, but then there's, like, amateur cockfighting in the back of some guy's yard, like they used to have with wrestling and a Kimbo slice. <laughs> YouTube famous cockfighters. <laughs> my, Cow, you'd be on my dad grew up uh, on a farm in Puerto Rico raising cockfighters or like chickens for cockfighting, which is crazy. He used to just he used to put on these like mitts and just like keep hitting them. So I got mad. Okay, bro. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but okay, but uh, there's also like can- cannibalism is part of some people like some cultures in the, sure. the world. It's like sure. you're not gonna bring that. You're not gonna bring that shit here. I don't give a fuck. No, if you're a writer. of course. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, that's not what I'm saying. Is that where what you draw the line? Is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm not talking about within the U.S. I'm just talking about globally. If something is part of a culture, right? And maybe in today's world, it's looked at as inhumane or whatever, but it's a part of thousands and thousands year old of a culture yeah and when you think about american culture you're literally talking well current american culture probably like the last five years but i mean (laughs) the history of america you're talking you know what two less than 300 years old right it's about to be 250 yeah yeah so so how do you dictate to a culture that's been around you know way longer than you have what's right and what's wrong you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I, this is just me thinking out loud. I, I don't know. I know that if you come here, you have to observe the laws. If 
cockfighting's illegal in Illinois, guess what I'm not doing? You know what I mean? I don't care what, you know, my ancestors culture said, but I'm just saying in general, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of it could even be, you know, the foods that people eat that mm-hmm. seem fucked up to us. Right. Right. Because we grew up here, but right. That that's just a normal food for that person. That animal is on the list of things that get eaten. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, there's obviously there's countries that are like, how could you guys possibly eat cows right now? Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm you know, and and in America, our answer is like, we'll try one, then you'll see why. <laughs> like, like, have you been to Culver's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that was a way deeper conversation than I expected from that random yeah, Judge Drew story. We haven't talked in a while. That's but, look, that's so, what it is. Speaking of dietary choices, I uh, today um, Yogi nineteen sixty six messaged me that he he got those Think Bars, those keto peanut butter pie uh, yeah. Think Bars. Said fantastic. That's two people now, BQ and Yogi. So, curious if anybody else has tried those yet. You're an influencer. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. You better believe it. Bro, you it. should take a picture of one with a picture of it with one in your mouth. Uh, no, <laughs> keto bars or whatever they're called. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, listen. Close, close mouth. Close mouth. That's right. But you, you don't knock it. I am telling you, these are worth seeking out. They are absolutely worth speaking out. Drew, did you get any for Christmas? We never ordered. Talked about them. They're on the list. I didn't get any. I'm just gonna have to buy. I'm just gonna have to buy some. I mean, guys, I'm telling you, Amazon. Yeah, I had them on my Amazon list. If I don't... you if you like Reese's, you're gonna love these. If you don't like Reese's, you're not gonna like them. So. Oh, and, and and if you don't like Reese's, stop listening. <laughs> I don't think we need to give anybody encouragement for that. <laughs> so there's one other cigar thing I'm interested in talking about. If you guys are interested in the total oh. left shift for total curve here. Cigar topic. Um, That's weird. I know. Fucking weird. Uh, there was some drama uh, going around the internets today, and it's not new drama, but I'm curious <laughs> your thoughts of it. Uh, yeah, the, the series of tubes, the ones and zeros. Um, so somebody was saying that uh, they were smoking a cigar and some of the, the coloring came off on their lips, right? So that made them think it was a dyed cigar. And if you search around the internets for dyed cigar information, there's a lot of forums and discussions about you know, so-and-so dyes their cigars and this came off on my lips or came off on my hands or I rubbed it on paper and it's dyed. So I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are on the topic of dyed cigars. Do they do they actually get dyed these days? Is it actual dye if they do? Is it other stuff? Um, what, do, what do you know? What do you think? Without naming names or throwing anybody under the bus. Yeah, I don't want to dox anybody. But yeah, I mean, I don't know about dye, but there are non-natural ways to get Maduro wrappers that way. What sorts of ways? Like, what what are you talking about, non-natural? I've only seen it. I couldn't tell you 
what the process is, but I have seen it, what they do. I don't know exactly from a scientific or tobacco well, they get sprayed with, perspective, but they get sprayed with some during fermentation. Is it? I've never seen it done, but I've heard rumors about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're not trying to answer, then that's fine. But yeah, I don't know exactly the process, but yeah, they do do it. A lot I've of heard, times on I've shit heard cigars. Like, uh, on shit cigars, right? No, no, I mean like like super cheap. You know, just to get the wrapper, you know, whatever. Yeah. Nobody that I've done anything with, but yeah, there's absolutely. That yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about dyed or whatever. It's I not mean, a dye. It, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and it would also affect that. Would also affect taste and flavor, like ridiculously. I mean, if you if you did something like that, so. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks about feel like you were sucking on this thing. I don't know. Then if you handled cigars long enough, you would you could get some if your hands were moist, your hands would get um, brown or dirty, right? Like if you were when you're playing with tobacco and you're if, while it's wet, you know, or whatever, that, that color after a while can't come off. But nothing, I'm ne- especially never with somebody, you're just puffing and taking it out of your mouth, and it shouldn't be dripping with saliva. I, I remember I remember there was this, so I, I've told this story before on the podcast, it was a long time ago. When I first joined Dojo, I got, you know, they, you know how like people, and I don't know if they still, they still do, but I don't really as much anymore, but they, you know, they used to bomb each other with cigars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got this bomb from this one dude and uh, there was like this Maduro cigar and it was like a CI cigar. I don't remember the name of the brand, but it had like a a lion or a knight or something like that on the band. And I lit this thing up <laughs> and it turned blue. Like the the smoke and like the, the way it burned, like it was blue. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, like cigar wise, yeah, I've seen blue smoke come out. That that's a cooked wrapper, right? I mean, that's not natural. <laughs> they did something to that to get that wrapper that color. But well, I don't the, remember it. I've seen the smoke. The blue. I've seen the smoke blue, but I've never yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen that on. Uh, I've seen that on Liga Provadas. Well, where it's like the smoke that's coming out the front is, out the foot is it looks bluish, but when you blow it out, it isn't. It's, I don't know if it, I, I know there was rumors about them having like mineral spirits and shit like that. So I, yeah, I bro. They, yeah, they 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 uh, they do religious rituals before they fucking roll them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard, like um, where people will, and like I said, I've heard it. I have no idea about the truth of these statements. Uh, where people would take you know water and steep the tobacco in it, and then take that mixture and spray it on. Uh, I think there, there's truth to that. Help with the the wrapper color. You darken things mm-hmm. up. Listen, man. The reality is you could, if you smoke enough cigars, you could tell when something doesn't look natural. You see mm-hmm. enough natural Maduro cigars, 
that actually went through the legitimate process and fermentation and all of that versus something that didn't. I mean, you, you could tell. I've never seen that I could remember that particular cigar cow, um, but they're made at a very reputable factory. It would, it would, it would surprise me, I think, if there was... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really even trying to talk about that one cigar because I don't. I yeah, I believe that, but but yeah. the process itself, like it used to be the case that people did that shit all the time. Um, they would call it sophisticating your tobacco. Um, <laughs> long, long ago, sophisticated tobacco means it had shit added to it, right? Whether that mm-hmm. was licorice or whatever else, so licorice was huge uh, for changing tobacco around. Um, but that was that was how you'd talk about it. You know, in the 17 and 1800s, was you'd have you'd sophisticate it, mm-hmm. and that just means well, you put up shit in your tobacco that's not tobacco. There's definitely people still sophisticating. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> sophisticating. <laughs> I'm gonna sophisticate when we get off this call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be unnatural. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go in there. I sophisticated it. <laughs> Ciao. Yeah. Nice. Read any good so books good lately, Cal? Oh, go ahead. Have I? Yeah. Uh, I read. I've read a couple of books recently. The one that I liked the most recently was one called uh, something like "Cigars from Soil to Soul." It's pretty good. It's actually one of the better one of the better books about the whole process of making cigars. Uh, dude uh, studied like agronomy and studied in Cuba and stuff, and it was he really knew his shit about you know soil contents and about what all that all the different factors did to your leaves and stuff. And mm-hmm. if your cigar burns this way or does this weird thing, this is probably the reason. That kind of stuff is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that was a good book. You still working out at home, Drew? Yes. Like right now? No, not right now. When's the big return, Drewfus? Uh, what do you mean? To the gym. Or are we gonna have? I don't know. I need to start. I need to. (laughs) (laughs) Not wasting my money on a Peloton. Fucking Peloton. Jeez. If I was gonna do that, I'd just start CrossFit. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> so you don't CrossFit? No. What do you think about people who do CrossFit? <laughs> Based on your answer, I had to I gotta know. We might have to have a whole episode for that. <laughs> we already did one judge Drew today. Uh, yeah. Maybe next week. Let's let's table that one for next week. Yeah, Drew, I actually do want to hear your thoughts on that. Well, next week we'll hear about CrossFit. Next week. Right. Ooh, you, you, cliffhanger for everybody. They're they're ready now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be out. I just want to hear. Off. You want to what? 
You want to hear him what off? <laughs> hear me get off? I want to hear him go go off. Oh, oh. yeah, actually, Drew, oh, why? Just go ahead, man. Give it, give it to us. Now Wait, you were you were judging what I said, but not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <sighs> look. Uh, <laughs> 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 we we've discussed some of this with the Peloton. No one gives a fuck about who works out the quickest. That's <laughs> that's like that's like bragging about how quickly you have sex. <laughs> Come on, it's stupid. Look, I I think I think it started as a good thing. I think originated as something that could have been good. I think there are some some good gyms still around that 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 are good for people, but dude, it's a douchey freaking environment, and it's oh God, this is terrible. It's the vast majority. I hate to say that the vast majority though is improper technique teaching people how to get hurt how to do things wrong and as quickly as possible and fucking people get hurt galore in crossfit mm-hmm. and any crossfitter that i've ever gotten to talk to that i actually actually could talk to because they would stop <laughs> talking about crossfit for a second <laughs> <laughs> they've always got some fucking injury Every single one of them. And they always blame it on something else. But it's fucking CrossFit. Jeez. I I think the biggest thing that people have against CrossFit is not CrossFit itself. It's the cultish behavior of people that do CrossFit. Oh, you got to have the fucking shoes. You got to have the wraps. You got to have fucking grips. You got to have a fucking headband to match. (laughs) But, yeah, it's like, I mean, think about somebody at the cigar shop that doesn't stop talking about like certain stuff. Like, let's say you have a guy that, or a woman that smokes like just high end stuff, doesn't even dabble in any of the stuff us peasants would smoke. Right. And all they do is talk about that all the time. That person's going to annoy the hell out of you. Right. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know. But yeah. Very judgmental. Yeah, if they can folks. never talk about something else. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Why? Why? Why do crossfitters? Why do crossfitters always talk about CrossFit? It's like people with Tesla or Bitcoin. That's true too. Or vegan. Yes. Same thing. If you have a vegan Tesla driving CrossFitter, oof! Oh, fucking forget <laughs> it. You're never getting a word in. <laughs> Go all day. Which do they talk about first, though? <laughs> Dude, it's the whole culture, and I think it's shit. I'm sorry. I think it's shit. CrossFit, not Tesla. Well, Tesla, too, but... <laughs> the whole culture of CrossFit is it's fucking terrible. And you know what? I mean, props to the CrossFitter person that invented all these vests and invented all this gear, because they're making a fortune off your ass for... Paying a hundred dollars to fucking work out by yourself without equipment. Pretty pretty good racket, man. Jeez. 
So, yeah. I mean, props to those people that are making a fortune off of other people doing stupid shit and getting hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Now, that was the Judge Drew moment. That's probably better. (laughs) Jackass of fitness. Fucking hate CrossFit. Uh, all right. I feel well, better having heard that. No, dude, that was that was fucking classic. That's actually probably the best Drew rant we've ever had. Just people think Drew's quiet. You just gotta know how to push the right buttons. <laughs> yeah, you should have saved it for next week. There's a lot. Oh, There's that a lot of my, buttons. That made my day. <laughs> That literally made my day. Thank you. Well, then it's worth it. <laughs> hey, when's Drew with a sign coming back? Yeah. Fuck. Dude, I have too many damn hobbies. <laughs> um, I don't know. I need to do something. Do a CrossFit one. <laughs> You're fired up right now. Just on a sign. I need yeah. I need to do something. I uh, yeah, I need to do something. I'll get caught up at work in the next couple of weeks and I'm busy. I I'm uh my uh medic license is is about up, so I'm finishing up training to keep that. So, I've been busy with all that shit. German classes, trying to not do CrossFit in the evenings. That take a lot yeah, of effort. It takes a lot I of effort. I struggle with not. I struggle with not doing a lot of crossing. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring it back, though. Maybe we, as we get some nice weather again, too. Get back out there with that. the sun. I need to. Uh, I got a bunch of cardboard at work now. I need to start cutting some up and bring it home. Absolutely. I'll give one of my rookie guys to do it. <laughs> hey, cut. hey, make me some funny signs. Make me no. Yeah. I just want him to cut them up. <laughs> but that's a good idea. I can give him a sharpie. <laughs> hey, you tell him what to say. You tell him what to write. Yeah. As long as he got a good handwriting, because you don't want to be stupid. With yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys smoked anything so, good lately? Nothing. Nothing? Dude, I had some bomb cigars last week. Go on. Bomb. And happened to get somebody else hooked on patina. That a boy. Yeah. The hell I'm talking about. Uh, we happened to go in um, Cigar Box for uh, after sales meeting. Well, after one evening sales meeting. Found us some patinas. Uh, a buddy of mine was in town from uh, Kentucky. He had moved from here to, to there to work, and uh, he fired one up, and at the end of it, he's like, dude, let's let's buy a box. <laughs> Better believe it. So he's hooked. <laughs> Thanks, Trufus. And then we went back for a second one uh, later in the week. Nice. Yeah. So Slowly. Is that all you need to sell in order to be a broker now? I am. I am a broker now. <laughs> yeah, you got to sell all the patina exclusive. Expectations are low these days. 
Danny, actually, I didn't ask. Maybe this is an offline conversation. Are you using brokers at all? I am not. No. Doing it all myself. One man show. <laughs> what are you going to do with all that money you saved, though? Uh, define all that money. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. a good goal. <laughs> it broke up. Would you say? I didn't hear what you guys said. Um, I guess yeah. I didn't hear it either. It's all good. Drew, has this been recording this episode? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Knew I forgot something. We'd been gone too long. <laughs> Start again. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll do it again tomorrow night. Yeah. All right, Andy, when's, when's the voyage coming out? Uh, well, I... <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> I should have an answer. I should have that exact answer tomorrow. I should have that answer tomorrow. Exactly. Now that they got everything there, it should not. It should should take a week at most for packaging. So, how long? Maybe the end of the month. Maybe or I, I mean, depending on when they get started. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm giving like a week for actual packaging. Mm-hmm. Now shipping it to me is probably another couple weeks after that. I mean, fuck if I know. We'll see. I got to find all that. We'll find out tomorrow once they have, you know, everything in front of them. Uh, Are we we still recording? Yeah. I also have an update. Uh, I got word today that TPE, outside of an intervention by the state of Nevada or the government of the United States of America, uh, is still going to happen, is going forward. So I was a little shocked. I'm not going to lie to you. I still think it's 50-50, but they are look like they're pretty set on doing it. COVID will be gone by May. So just but, but you know what? Yeah, right. Uh, but here's the thing, man. Like, my big question is, are retailers even going to show up? Yeah, that's the whole, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the problem with PCA every year, or IPCBR every year, <laughs> regardless of with or without COVID. Right. Yeah, with with this year, it's even more so. I don't know. I mean, if retailers are just getting into the swing of things again, who's going to want to step away from their shop and their business? Yeah. I don't know. Especially, you know, when they get those deals all the time. Yeah. Yep. (sighs) All right. All right, guys. Next week, boys. Oh, show. Have a good one. See you guys. Too, bro. See you guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.